This is Fishbowl Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Goen. Well, welcome back to Fishbowl Effect Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Goins. Hey, listen, I know it's been a little bit since I have jumped on and made a podcast in a while, um, mainly due to the move. If you listen to the last uh, Psalm series, Psalm chapter three, um, I kind of discussed that. We have moved back to Maryland, <clears throat> excuse me, um, about three months ago now, and we've been getting adjusted. We actually just settled in our house last week, our new house. We moved in and Lord willing, um, um, completely moved in throughout this week. We got everything here. We're just kind of in that last stages of of um, unboxing things and and decorating, if you may. But um, I'm going to start trying to get back into making a, a handful of podcasts a week. And I hope you would join me again in this journey as we um, really look at what it is being a Christian, hence the name Fishbowl and a, uh, Fish in a Fishbowl. Uh, we are, <clears throat> excuse me, we are Fish in a Fishbowl as Christians. Like it or lump it, that's that's what we are. And by God's grace, we should enjoy that and embrace that. We we are to be called holy. We are to be set apart in the way that we live, the way that we talk, the way that we dress. And this podcast title is one of my life's verse is 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 found in First Timothy chapter four, uh, where where Paul tells young Timothy, he says to um, be an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in spirit, in love, in purity. And he kind of walks Timothy through um, all those little tiny snippets. And what he's telling Timothy as Timothy is pastoring in this city of Crete where he has been left, um, he's telling him to stand out, stand above. You are a fish in a fishbowl. Yes, he's specifically talking to a young pastor, Paul was, to young Timothy, however, however, he's still talking to him, and it should reflect as a life lesson to each one of us, not just pastors. It's not just meant for someone like myself being a pastor, but it should be meant for every one of us that we would take serious, take serious what God has called us as Christians to be. And, and um, even at the end of that verse, he says, of the believers, or at the beginning, let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers, First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12 of the believers. It doesn't just mean inside the church, but also outside the church. And so uh, just a little snippet, just in case you've kind of forgotten, why in the world did he name it Fishbowl Effect Podcast? We're here in this podcast to discuss life, the Bible, health, all these things. Number one, through God's word, through the Bible and addressing life issues, but mainly how to live in this world as a fish and a fishbowl. So Psalm chapter 18 is our text for the next few weeks, um, at least the next few episodes leading into Thanksgiving. Um, it just so happened that I'm landing in it this morning as I'm reading a psalm a day. And um, I said, you know what? Now that we've moved, now that I kind of got my podcast station kind of uh, built back up here, let's get back into doing this and um, really focusing in on sharing the word of God. Verse 6, or it starts off in verse 1 of chapter 118. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. If you jump back one verse, it'll land you back in Psalm 117. 117 only has two verses. I would strongly, I would strongly, strongly, strongly urge you 
to put that to memory. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise him, all you people, for his mercy, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise you, the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise the Lord, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. And his truth endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. I just said that by memory there. Very, very easy to memorize those two verses. But in them, you're talking about what we are to do, verse 1, and then why we're to do it. And then we get in right into the next psalm. Not that it follows in order chronologically, but I think it it's fit perfectly together right behind this because it jumps right into it. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. Aren't you glad this morning for the, that God's mercy isn't like your mercy or my mercy, or sometimes we think we, we're, we're able to hold a grudge or that we should the, our way should be imposed on other people? I mean, think about that for a second. If we're honest, that happens quite often in your life and in, and in my life. Praise God. That is not who he is. And then we kind of jump on down here and it says in verse six, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. Now, I've memorized this verse in the past, but I have not noticed that there is a colon after fear, which means it's a sep- it's a it's a sentence separator from the next section of that full sentence that's coming in. So the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. It's almost like a pause. Then it says, what can man do unto me? And so this is the verse this morning, verse six. The Lord is on my side, the psalmist writes. The Lord that he just spoke about in verses one through five, the great God. Who should worship him? All of Israel, all of Aaron, all that fear the Lord, his mercy endures forever. I called upon the Lord in verse five in my distress. The Lord answered me and sent me in a large place. God hears, God loves, God is worthy of our praise. And then he says, the Lord is on my side. That phrase on my side, do you know what that means? It means for me. Saying God is for me or he's with me. The Lord is on my side, the psalmist writes. I will not fear. Now, we've just recently in the United States, they have a holiday called uh, Halloween. And with that brings in some cultures and in some people's minds, fright or fear. They think of they kind of put frightening and fearing together, being afraid of or being scared with Halloween. You go to scary houses or people dress up scary or whatever the case may be. Not that I, you know, not, not that I personally partake of those specific things. But many, many attach that word fear or scared or being frightened to Halloween. Well, this word here doesn't mean Halloween. This word here means that same kind of emotion, that same kind of stress on the body, mind, heart of fear, of being scared. He says, I will not be frightened. I will not be feared. I will not be scared. Why? Why, Psalmist? Because he says the Lord is on my side. Stop and pause about, think about this. The Lord is on your side. The Lord is on my side. I will not be afraid. I will not be scared. The great God, the only God, the God of the universe. Friend, hear hear me this morning. Be thankful. It's Monday morning. Be thankful. God, your God, if you have placed your faith in King Jesus, if you have received him as your Lord and Savior, if you repented of your sins, 
placed your faith, received Christ as his life, his death, his resurrection, the gospel, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart men believe within the righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you've done that, the Lord is with you. He's on your side. Don't be afraid. And then he says this. It's not the full part of the verse. I've already read it one time. But the last part, he says, what can man do unto me? I mean, he stops after this. This is his thought. I mean, this is a powerful life-altering thought. What can man do unto me? I mean, think about it. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. Pause. Wait, wait a second here. Wait, wait. What can man do unto me then? What, what can men, if God is on my side, sincerely, what can man do unto me? Be thankful this morning, friend. I want you just to focus on that. Whenever you're listening to this, whether it be this morning, midday, this afternoon, I want you to stop and sincerely pause on Psalm 118, verse 6. I'm going to read it in just a second again. I'm going to read it through, and then I'm going to read it with some different emphasis added onto it. I want you to stop and pause, pray, and ask God to seal this to your heart. Verse 6, it says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Now, some emphasis added. The, the Lord is on my side. The Lord is for me. He's with me. I will not fear. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be scared. Pause. Wait, 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 wait. If the Lord is on my side, I'm, I'm not, what is there to fear about? And then he says, what, what, what in the world can man do unto me then? What can man do unto me? The God of the universe is on your side. Friends, stand up this morning. Christian brother and sister, stand up this morning. Gaze into heaven. Look at God and say, look on God. or Look, put your heart's worship towards God and say, God, thank you. You're on my side. I'm here. I'm here to do your will. Christ live in me, through me. And then pause and just say, you know what? What can my boss do unto me today? What can my coworker do unto me today? Some cases, what can my wife or what can my husband do unto me today? What can the culture do unto me today? What can fill in the gap? What can it do unto you today? When God is with you, what is there to be fearing about? And my friend, I will argue very strongly, even in your moments of sin, God is not leaving you. He's not abandoning you. He's still with you. He still loves you. He's st- you are still his child. You haven't left him. He hasn't left you. He's still with you. Psalm 118, verse 6. This is Fishbowl Effect Podcast. Have a good day.